Hi everyone, James Prescott here. Welcome to another episode of James Talks. And this one's called Be Evangelical. So, yeah, I said on Twitter today that um, I would be doing a podcast this evening on the word evangelical, on evangelicalism, on all that kind of stuff. There's been a lot of blog posts recently by people like Sarah Bessie and Lauren Ward and others about the future of evangelicalism and our role in this, about some of the decisions that people are feeling called to make and the conflicts many people are facing, stay or go. And Sarah said beautifully in her two posts, it takes courage to do both. And today we had a fantastic video by Rob Bell, just called Evangelical, which basically was a challenge to reclaim the real meaning of evangelical. Not to distance ourselves from it, but actually to reclaim the original meaning of the word. And we're going to get to that towards the end of today. But I think that's a good way to finish this podcast and move forward. So, you know, and I've been asked by people for my thoughts on this, and this will be an ongoing discussion that goes on. You know, and I think it's a really, really important discussion. I mean, I'm not... I'm not a theologian, I'm not a pastor, I'm not studying this anywhere, I'm not an expert in the nitty-gritty academic theories around theology and church, I'm not a scholar of any kind, but I find myself talking about this subject quite often and I'm connecting with a lot of people who are on a similar journey. I've been promoting a fantastic new book by Sarah Bessie, who's going to be on this podcast very soon. Um, called Out of Sorts, which is basically about her journey of leaving the church and coming back to the church and her evolving faith and all that, all the challenges and the conflicts that she encountered. And it's a fantastic book. I couldn't recommend it to you more. Please do read it. It's fantastic. Um, and But I've been part of a community which has been launching this book. And, what, and we've been writing blog posts to promote the book. And what I've found reading a lot of those blog posts is that there's so many of us on this journey. There's so many of us who are questioning, who are doubting, who um, are being challenged by what the church is like, a traditional, what, what, what is labelled evangelical church is currently. And some of its stock beliefs and the direction it's going. And people feeling like they're not welcome, feeling like they're not comfortable there, wanting to move on. And it's a very real real issue that's happening, and and we need to confront it, we need to talk about it. It's really, really important. So I'm going to talk about it today. Um, but I don't want to just talk about the, the labels, I want to talk about the real meaning of the word and how we can reclaim it, like, as Rob Bell talked about today, and the, the challenges that, that that video kind of presented with me. So... Um, uh, yeah, this is going to be an interesting one, and I'm looking forward to talking about this with you. So, um, personally, for my own story, I mean, that's a good place to begin, my own story. I feel like I'm moving beyond what is labelled traditional evangelical church. Um, I have had experiences which have which I've talked about on my blog and here on my podcast, which have 
um, pushed me further into a deeper, more contemplative, interconnected spirituality. Um, learning about science and the theory of human consciousness, biodynamics, um, non-dual thinking, um, that kind of thing. And more meditation, more seeing the divine in all things. So seeing how minimalism and psychology and science and um, all these kind of things are all connected somehow. And to learn to see God in all things, in all people. And allow for mystery, allow for doubt, allow for meditation and contemplation and um, a more progressive view of faith, a more inclusive faith. And I'm seeing it's all connected. I mean, I'm, I've been having some coaching and therapy and learning how my brain works a little bit, dealing with issues of anxiety. And I've seen how what I've been learning elsewhere, disciplines taught in different fields can be useful. I mean, Richard Raw speaks about non-dual thinking, about meditation, which ties in with minimalism and making space for what's important in our lives. Um, you know, and there's astrophysics and human consciousness tie in with spiral dynamics and being vulnerable and that ties in with Brené Brown's work on vulnerability and the human brain and how it works which obviously then ties in with creativity and risk and ultimately that's all tied together with one big bow called grace and grace of course is tied to Jesus you know I mean I so there's this interconnected spirituality this bigger deeper spirituality which I'm exploring and trying to put into practice in my life and I'm learning about and I don't know where that's going, and it's mysterious, and it's the unknown, but I know it's where I'm meant to be going. I know that's where God's leading me. Um, so where does that leave me with traditional evangelical church, if you want to label it that way? I, to be honest, I've struggled to sing traditional praise and worship songs for a long time. Um, I've never been one for cheesy, corny Christian jargon, and... I can't stand the Christian bubble, to be honest. I mean, I mean, those of you who've been around the church long enough, you know what I'm talking about. This is the bubble where, even though we acknowledge our problems, God always saves us, God always resolves it, God solves every problem. You know, I've been around the church for 20, 30 years, and I've pretty much heard every story you can hear about someone in some sort of trouble or living the wrong kind of life, doing the wrong kind of things, and then they met with God and God transformed their life and now they've got the perfect Christian life with the wife and the family and they're leading people and, you know, or God's transformed their life and they've got a great career or whatever. You know, I mean, I've heard variants of that story so many times, it's just, it's, to be honest, it's become monotonous and it doesn't, it doesn't amaze me anymore. Um, that's probably a sad thing, to be honest. Um... And it comes, I suspect, from a lot of pain of not quite seeing that in my own life. Um, you know, I often feel like the older brother, I'll be honest, watching other people's parties. And that's not a plea for sympathy or pity, that's just my own journey. And that's something I'm wrestling with with, with God at the moment in prayer and um, I'm reflecting on. And, you know, that's and that's fine. You know, that's, that's what relationship is about, you know. Um, I believe in a God of miracles. I believe in a God of transformation and healing. You know, I've seen him take my circumstances, the death of my mother and a painful childhood with bullying and a broken home and all this kind of thing. And I've seen it 
I've seen God redeem that to bring life and healing to me and to other people and it's trans- and transform my life. You know, I wouldn't change who I am now, having been through all of that. I would, you know, obviously you go back and you'd like to change your circumstances, but I wouldn't want to change who I've become and how God has shaped me through those circumstances. You know, so there's a kind of paradox there. But evangelical faith, you know, from the evangelical church as it labels itself, um, has never seemed to me to fit the reality of the world we live in, where God doesn't always answer prayers and where darkness seems to triumph a lot, where there's no Hollywood Christian happy ending where everyone gets healed and saved. You know, because we know that doesn't happen all the time. Um, We like to think it does happen all the time, but actually it doesn't. And that's the reality. And whether you like it or not, that's that's the reality because I know that not everyone get, who prays for healing gets healed. I know that not everyone who prays to God to, to solve their problems gets their problems solved. It, it just it doesn't always happen, and sometimes they get no answer at all. So what are you going to do with that? You know, and I don't, I can't deal with a church that denies those those realities, and we shouldn't, you know, and a, an authentic church shouldn't deny those realities. And then there's the other stuff, and this is more to do with LGBT um, and mental illness. Um, I see the evangelical church speak and act in a way which drives members of the LGBT community to um, to, you know, to suicide, to self-harm, depression. You know, and... Denying a starving child food because they don't agree that an LGBT person should be able to give money to um, a certain Christian charity. Now, I don't want to be part of a church where people do that, where you deny somebody food because you don't agree that people who are gay should be giving money to help other children to help children who have food. I don't, want to, I don't want to be part of a church which excludes people based on their sexuality or their gender or their race or any label or any, um, that we use, any label that we use to divide people in our, in our society. That's just not, that's not a God of grace. That's not, um, that's, not, that's not the Jesus that I believe in. The Jesus I believe in talked to people, talked to the lowest of the low, the people, the outcast, the people who everyone else excluded, the people who were on the fringes, the people who were on the margins, um, the people who, the minority groups, the people nobody else wanted to talk to, the people that the religious people didn't want to talk to. That's what Jesus did. And this is this brings me to the, the meaning of evangelical that Rob Bell talked about. Even the, the meaning of evangelical is good news. Evangelical is not a group of people. It's not an organisation. It's not a political party. It's not a label. It's not uh, an exclusive members club. It's not a a set of theological beliefs. It's not a. It's not a set of rules and regulations. It's something that you are. It's a type of person. 
it's the type of person who brings good news. That's what it is. So when we say are we evangelical, the question isn't do we belong to the evangel do we do we belong to a certain kind of the certain kind of church? Is it's are we the kind of person that brings good news to people around us? Which is a lot more challenging. I want to be the kind of person that brings good news to the people around me. Being evangelical is giving food to the hungry. It's taking a stand for groups who are marginalised. It's saying all are welcome to God's table, no matter of sexuality, gender, race, belief system, worldly position, wealth or any other label. It's saying you belong as you are for who you are and I love you and we, yeah, we love you. You are welcome and God loves you. It's being good news to those people. It's saying to to the marginalised, to the excluded, you are not alone. We are with you. We will stand with you. It's not evangelical to exclude people from a community which follows Jesus. It's not evangelical to say someone is going to hell for being who they are. It's not evangelical to drive away from the church, drive people away from the church for not conforming to your belief system. It's not evangelical to dismiss or attack those with mental illness and say it's not a real problem. It's not evangelical to aggressively attack those who disagree with you. But none of those things bring good news to people. None of those things bring love and grace and mercy to people. And it's actually, yeah, I see what is labelled the evangelical church doing all of those things. Or members of the evangelical church. Not the whole evangelical church, obviously. So, the thing is that the evangelical church doesn't, doesn't own the evangelical church. Evangelical Christians don't own the phrase evangelical, actually. It doesn't belong to an organisation. It doesn't belong to a group of people. It doesn't belong to a structure. It doesn't belong to a set of theological beliefs or political affiliation. It belongs to Jesus. We can... It's... Evangelical is who we are trying to become. That's what discipleship is. We are trying to become people who bring good news to other people. Loving our neighbour as ourselves. We are all called to be evangelical. Every single Christian... And the thing is that actually you don't even have to be a Christian or have any religious belief at all to be evangelical. A couple who adopt an orphan child who don't have any religious faith are being evangelical. They're bringing good news to that child. They're saying we love you and you have a home. A person who has a listening ear or gives us a hug when we're struggling is being evangelical. They're bringing us good news. They're telling us we aren't alone. 
being evangelical is how God wants us to be. He wants us to be people who bring good news. And sometimes that, sometimes that can be simply just sitting with somebody and saying, I'm here if you need to talk, and if not, I love you. You know, like when my mum died, that's what I needed to hear. That would have been good news. It would have been somebody saying to me, I love you, I'm here for you, whatever you need. You're not alone. That would have been good news to me at that moment. Whether they were a Christian or not. Being evangelical is loving our neighbour as ourselves. You know, I don't belong to the evangelical church or evangelicalism as a culture or the church define it. And that's true. But the thing is that that label doesn't belong to those groups anyway. It never did. Which leaves me on my spiritual journey, leaves you on yours, leaves people who do belong to that group on theirs. And ultimately, we're all called to be good news. We're all called to be evangelical. Every single one of us. There are real issues with that, with the group that call themselves the Evangelical Church and people who consider themselves to be part of that church, people who feel that they want to leave, people who feel that they want to stay. And Sarah, as Sarah Bessie put it so beautifully, if it takes courage to do both. It takes courage to stay somewhere where you don't feel comfortable, where you don't agree with everything that's going on, where you're not able to express yourself fully in your faith. But it also takes courage to leave a place where you've been for a long time, where you know people, where you have friends, where you've been settled, but, but you know you have to go. It takes courage to do both. And there's no right or wrong decision here. I think for me, the way in there is you need to make a decision that's right for you. You need to take some time, you need to pray, you need to reflect. You need to decide what what is right for you. What is God saying to you that you need to do? What is going to be healthy for your growth? What's, what is it that God wants from you? Where where does he want you to be? And that's a courageous question to ask because, as I said, it takes courage to stay and courage to go. So whatever the answer, it's going to, be, it's going to take courage to follow that through. But you need to have the courage to ask, what do you want from me? Where do you want me to be? What community do you want me to be? What, what church do you want me to be a part of? What, you know, where, where do you want me to be? But the thing is, again, being evangelical is about the kind of person that you are. It's about being a disciple of Jesus and loving one another, serving one another, blessing one another, being good news to other people. And we can all be that. And it's important that we remember that. Whatever we decide to do, whether we decide to leave or to stay, that we remember that we can be good news. And wherever we end up deciding to be, 
Let's make sure that we're good news. And let's make sure we do all we can to make the place that we are part of, the community that we're part of, good news. Even if it's just one little small thing, even if hardly anyone ever sees it, let's just do what we can to make the places that we choose to be good news. Because that's what being evangelical really is about. And we'll have a discussion on this podcast with other people um, and in other episodes about the issues and the conflicts and the struggles that people have with leaving what's called evangelical church and practical practical things we can do. And certainly I don't consider myself part of that tribe anymore. Um, and I don't really want to call it evangelical church anymore because I don't think the label is belongs to that belongs to that group. But I don't belong with that tribe, whatever it's called, anymore. And actually, I think that label can be the label, labels are bad anyway. You know, we're all on a spiritual journey. We're all on a journey with God, and to pigeonhole ourselves and put ourselves into a box of what group we're in, what we're not in, whether we're in or out—that's just that's not that's not healthy anyway. That's the both and, oh, that's the either or. Sorry. That means that that's that's the God of the in or out, which is not what God is like. God is about the both and, that everyone's included. This is non-dual thinking, which we're going to talk about a lot more in future episodes. The both, the God of the both and, where we're all included, where everyone belongs. So let's all remember we're all on this spiritual journey. We're all on a journey with Jesus and it's okay to be where we are. The important thing is that we're always moving forward. We're always looking to grow. We're always looking to be discipled. And we need to do that in community. Wherever that is. And we need to ask God where he wants us to be. And have the courage to ask that question. And the courage to make the decision. Whatever it is. And if if you're in that position you are not alone. There are lots of people like you out there. And I'm praying for you and I know that there are other people out there praying as well. We are not alone in this. And, you know, there's there's online communities who are talking about this. There's, um, and get on Twitter, get on, get on the blogosphere, find people who, because there's people out there who are going through this. You are not alone. I'm going. Th- I'm going through it to a certain extent. Um, I mean, my church is a wonderful church. I would say it's evangelical in the truest sense, in that it's good news. My church is good news. You know, we. I'm not going to sound like I'm boasting now, but our church is involved with a local women's um, sanctuary. Um, we run a food. We help run a food bank. We 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 do street pastoring. We run money management courses for our community. We um, do healing on the streets, and yeah, we're very and we're very intentional about being good news to our community. And that's one of the things I love about my church. And it's an inclusive church. Um, it's a welcoming church. There's no judging. People have different theological beliefs about different issues but everyone is welcome and we all get on and we all love each other you know a lot of my church a lot of my church community disagree with me 
But it doesn't matter. We're still friends and we love each other and we don't judge each other. And that's that's inclusive church. You know, I love that. And it's not perfect at all because no church is perfect because we're full, it's full of imperfect people. But I know it's where I'm meant to be right now, you know, and I know that I have a, I have a sense that one day God will ask me to leave and that will be, be a challenge. And I need to have the courage as well to ask God where he wants me to be. That's a challenge we all, that's a challenge we all have to face. So you're not alone. You know, I'm going through this in a sense and there's lots of other people out there who are going through this. So let's make sure that we pray for each other, that we support each other, that, we're not, that we make sure that we know we're not alone on this journey. And let's reclaim that reigning of evangelical. Let's be good news to our communities. Let's be good news to the people around us. Even the people that we dislike, can't stand, don't, don't think we deserve anything, have hurt us, have upset us, have betrayed us. Let's try and be good news to the people around us. Let's people be people of forgiveness and grace and mercy and love. Let's be inclusive. Let's be welcoming to all people, even the people we disagree with. Let's be good news to the world. That's what it means to be truly evangelical. And that's the kind of person I want to be. And I'm, I'm not there. I'm on that journey. But I'm trying. I'm <laughs> having to choose every day to be more evangelical. Choosing, getting up every morning and saying, today I'm going to be good news to people. And that is a challenge. And we won't get it right all the time. But that's okay. Because God doesn't expect us to be perfect. We're all on a journey. We're all um, going to make, make mistakes. We're all going to make bad decisions. We're all going to need to be picked up. We're all going to have bruises from the journey. But let's just keep going. We're not alone. God is with us and there's other people on that journey too. So let's go out and be good news to the world. Take care, and I'll talk to you soon.